Hello, and welcome to Your Lovely Intuition Podcast. I'm your host, Riley June, intuitive medium and spiritual mentor. Thank you for sharing your time and energy with me today as I take you on the journey of understanding and connecting with your intuition, your soul, the voice within, and the guiding forces in life like the universe who is always co-conspiring in your greatest favor. My mission is to give you deeper clarity, understanding, and self-assurance of who you are, why you're here, and what you're meant to be. Take a deep breath in release and let's dive into all things intuition now to another episode. I'm really excited to share with you Ashley Spadelli. She is this incredible brand and life transformational coach and I'm sharing you uh, sharing her with you from the perspective of not only being her client but also being her mentor and really just the uh, the conversation that we're going to share with you is all about how following her intuition truly led her into this incredible life that she once desired and how following her intuition even saved a life. So I'm really excited to introduce you to her. Uh, please note that my mic uh, for my end is a little questionable, but she is loud and clear and you're going to love all the things that she has to say. All right, lean back and enjoy. All right, welcome back to another episode on Your Lovely Intuition Podcast. Um, today I have an extra special guest with us. Her name is Ashley Spadelli. She is an intuitive life and branding transformational coach, and she is just such a beam of light. I'm so grateful to introduce you all to her today. Thank you so much for having me. I love you, Riley, and I'm so stoked to be here. I guess we'll start off with you just kind of introducing yourself, how you got to where you are today and, and who you are. For sure. I'll give you guys a little bit of a, a condensed story. So my background, I have a degree in radio, TV, broadcast, film, and then I have been a professional makeup artist for the last 15 years, done lash extensions, worked on New York Fashion Week, special effects makeup artistry, had a cupcake business, started blogging, sharing my life on Instagram, um, lived in New York on Long Island, and then moved across the country two and a half years ago to San Diego, um, which it was the best decision of my life that I ever made. Um, three years ago, I dyed my hair pink. I never dyed my hair a color until that moment. I got an intuitive hit while I was in Rome to just do it. And it was really one of the best choices, decisions I ever made because I didn't do it intentionally to be seen more or anything like that. It was just like, oh, that seems like fun and it's scary. So I'm going to do it. And essentially it helped me build a visible presence online unlike any other. 
than I was already doing. It just, it clicked, it fit my personality. It just evokes the magic and the essence of like who I actually am. And, um, you know, when I moved to California, I no longer was really doing makeup anymore or lashes anymore. And essentially when I have those clients, what was happening is I was actually mentoring and coaching and supporting my clients through things and experiences. And throughout my journey of my life, I have suffered from a great deal of anxiety and it was always like super hard to navigate until I started to learn what an empath was. And uh, that's when I started to realize, oh, you know, like I'm, I'm not feeling these things that I'm feeling are not my feelings. And then I discovered and I found myself shortly after that in a emotionally abusive relationship. And then I realized once I was coming out of that, that I actually truly didn't love myself. So I began this healing journey and um, learned what energy healing was and what Reiki was and got, got certifications in that and began to tap tap in a little bit more and was always just creative sharing everything on Instagram and kind of just flowed into starting my own business online and with mindset coaching, which then switched into personal branding and just supporting female entrepreneurs primarily online to be their most authentic selves and share who they are own their voices, speak their truth and just be visible so that they can get their message and impact the world. So that's a little tidbit of who I am in a nutshell. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you have such a beautiful journey because even in just what you share, it really shows how you were willing to follow your heart through the experience of life where, you know, you started in one thing, you went into makeup um, artistry, you went into cupcake business, you went into this next thing, you went into the next thing, which eventually led you to here where you truly get to not only live your own authentic life, but you get to help other people do that for themselves too. So it's so beautiful how, you know, life always just comes together for us, even if we don't know what the heck is going on. And then we just get to land in this spot. And it's not even the end of that. There's still so much more that's going to unfold. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so beautiful and magical how everything is truly rigged in our favor. Um, if we choose to view it that way. Yeah. Um, what is one of the most like craziest synchronistic things that has happened to you throughout all of this? Mm. There's so many, but one of my favorite stories was, um, I'm 35 right now in this moment. And when I was 30, I went to Puerto Rico. I was still in New York at the time. I went to Puerto Rico with two of my girlfriends and we were there for 24 hours. And then we were told that we were going to get hit with a massive blizzard. So because of that, the airlines allowed us to switch our flights and leave earlier because there was a fear of us getting stuck. And with work and things back then, we were like, oh no, we just need to get back home. So we were on a different flight and, and I just kind of said to myself, you know what? It's okay. Like I wasn't meant to be on that plane in a couple of days. I'm meant to be on this plane. Maybe this is saving me. This is saving somebody. I don't know. So we were all spread out and we were no longer sitting next to each other. And I sat on an end seat, which I typically don't like to do. I want to be by the window. And there was this woman that sat in the middle seat and 
I really don't like flying um, with, you know, like my anxiety. There's absolutely no control in that situation, but I've gotten better throughout the years. And I was taking, you know, rolling my essential oils all over myself, wearing my seed bands, like all of the things and just breathing and doing breath work. And I closed my eyes and I was like, I'm just going to take a nap. And when I closed my eyes, I had this vision and I see somebody pass out in the middle of the aisle and almost like they're having a seizure. And I instantly open my eyes. And I'm like, that's a bad thought. Like that's not happening. I don't know. I'm like getting hot. I walk, get up, walk down. I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom, come back, sit down, close my eyes for a second, open them and look at the woman next to me. And I say, are you okay? Do you feel okay? And she's like, I'm okay. And I'm like, okay, are you sure? And she's like, yeah. So I close my eyes again. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a nap. Everything's fine. The flash comes through again, intuitive hit, like the plane's being diverted, emergency landing, somebody like something's like not right. Open my eyes again, look at this woman. And I'm like, do you feel okay? Are you sick? What is, what is happening right now? And she says, no, 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 I'm okay. But she had her elbows on the tray table with her head down. And I started to see sweat come down her neck. And I thought to myself, mm, something is not right here. So I said to the man in the window seat, I was like, hit the button. And the, the flight attendant came over and I said, I think this woman needs help. Something is not right. And I got up and I moved. And luckily, there were three doctors on our flight. And this woman was going into diabetic shock. And if I had not said something or opened my mouth, it could have been a more serious issue. So I sat like in the back of the plane with the flight attendants for the rest of the flight. Um, and this woman sat like laid down on the three seats until we landed the plane, like in front of other planes. And, you know, the medical paramedics came on and like took her off first. And I don't know what happened after that. I'm sure she was okay, but it was really scary because she totally could have died. But they were all asking me, how did you know this? And I was like, I don't know. I just had a vision. Like I just, something told me like I knew something was wrong. So, oh my God. There, wow. There you have it. That is crazy. When I, cause I always kind of just let whatever is supposed to come through to come through and, and I was guided to say, what's the craziest thing that's happened to you? It's like, wow, okay, I wasn't expecting that, but that is crazy. <laughs> that's, wow, that is very powerful. And that's also a really beautiful yeah. experiment too in how our intuition checks into us in so many different ways and forms. And sometimes it is that strong and sometimes it is that bold. And sometimes we have to lean into it no matter what it is that we're experiencing because it could literally save a life. Like you literally saved her life because you trusted in something even if you couldn't understand or explain it. Yeah, absolutely. It was wild for sure. That is so crazy. Um, what, what is, I have a few questions now that are floating around in my head, but I, now I just kind of need to see with what direction we want to go. Um, I guess my next question to you is in this worldly experience that we are having, um, what are you finding is the biggest thing that is affecting your energy, both positively and negatively? 
Um, do you, do you mean currently like with the pandemic that's occurring? Yeah. Yeah. Um, positively, I'll go with the positive first. Positively, I feel like it's an awakening for, for humans, for consciousness to realize that there's a lot more going on that you're not aware of. Um, and people are starting to wake up and see they're not, they're not reading into the media and the government based on wherever you are in the world. And it's a really interesting time and have the opportunity to choose the positive in this. And energetically, that's, that's been my way of navigating it personally, but also at the same time, I, because I am so sensitive and I I identify as an empath and like an open emotional authority, I, I feel a lot and I feel a lot of pain and a lot of anger and a lot of sorrow and frustration. And a lot of people don't deal with their stuff. They just don't. And a lot of people now, based on the current situation that we are in, are either numbing out or they're actually starting to deal with their stuff. They're starting to connect more deeper on a deeper level with their family, with their friends, with new humans. There's a lot of beauty happening of barter uh, uh, between people and services and, and like your neighbors like need two rolls of toilet paper and people like making a eggplant parmesan and trading for that like these things are actually happening that's like the good news in the world right now like we're going back to tribe and community the way that civilization used to be and people are waking up and it is a pause and it's also a reset and it's very scary but it's a blessing and energetically it can be difficult in moments to navigate that and I think that I was really like high vibe at the beginning and then after two and a half three weeks in I hit like a lower um, panicky state of emotion and energetics of feeling like oh my gosh I'm feeling all the things um, okay and then it kind of like I allowed myself to sit in it and like rise back up to like this more neutral space where I am in positivity um, but I also allow myself to feel the things that are coming through and it's literally one day at a time with energy right now yeah I love how you say that because I feel like a lot of people are experiencing the same thing where in the beginning can you hear me okay yeah okay perfect um in the beginning it was it was kind of like you were on one side of the fence you were either like okay you know I still have my job these things you know, there's still a couple of things to look forward to, or you were literally on the side where the rug got wiped out from under your feet. So um, I feel like a lot of people are experiencing that energy in where people are at. Mm -hmm. I, I'm feeling called to check in. Are you, is it cutting out at all? A little bit. Oh, okay. It's it, delayed. We're okay. a little delayed. It was like uh, echoing back at me. So I was like, mm. <laughs> I'm going to check. <laughs> um, but what I would like to know from you is what are some of those things you've done to really help yourself kind of process? We'll start with processing. 
processing the emotions and the energy that's come up for you. I love this question because um, I think in general, like humans, we think that we're processing emotions, but we're actually not and we're suppressing them. <laughs> that's my dog, guys. Um, so I think that we are, he says hi. He wants to be a part of the podcast. You can't see him, but he's a cute little Yorkie. He's <laughs> part of my life. Uh, if you don't, if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think, I think it's really actually taking a moment and taking a breath and going like, am I actually processing what's coming up for me or am I like suppressing it? Am I allowing myself to feel? Because just to give a little bit of background, um, and I think a lot of people may deal with this, we all process emotions differently. And when we grow up as children, we're, you know, between the time of birth to seven, we are taught what we can or cannot do or what's bad or like if, you know, crying, for example, if that's weak or not, or I think crying is a superpower and it's also an emotional release. Like it's beautiful. When you cry, you're allowing things to leave you and it's beautiful. Um, and I was never shunned for crying. However, I cried a lot when I was a child. So knowing what I now know is like if I've suppressed emotions and we tend to do this also collectively is like where we numb ourselves out so we don't feel certain things because it's so painful. Like no one wants to feel crappy. No one wants to sit in the pain. But if we actually chose to allow ourselves to feel that and have it come through, through that, we walk into another space of freedom and release and like feeling lighter. So um, knowing what I know now, what's come up for me during this time personally is understanding that maybe I wasn't fully processing emotions. So how do I get there and how do I do that? And I simply just take my hand, put it over my heart, other hand over my belly and just close my eyes and take three deep breaths and just try to tap in and feel into what's coming up for me. And I've honestly been having um, a great deal of an issue of releasing through my tears and want to cry so bad and have been working on that for the last few weeks myself. And um, what's worked has been like catharting and um, like just putting on music that's going to allow me to release and like let go of whatever is coming up for me because I might not even know what that is. I just know I feel in my body that there's like stuck things that want to come out. Yeah, mm, that's so beautiful. That's a really great acknowledgement of how. You're right. A lot of people do just suppress or they bypass because we haven't been taught how to have emotional intelligence. And like you say, between the ages of zero to seven is where we really um, build that understanding of our core values and what strength is and what weakness is and what right is and what wrong is. And that's not to say that that can't change as you grow later in life, but you have that foundational imprint. And then when you get older and you step into a consumerism society where we're always having to chase the next best thing, we're never able to actually sit with gratitude, with love, with joy for what we already have. And we're moving on to the next thing and our job's not good enough and our money's not good enough and our relationship's not good enough and our house and our car isn't good enough. And then, but we're not even processing one, what we actually feel and two, 
what we want to experience. It's just like on to the next. So we're not only trained and conditioned to not take that time to take a step back, but then also um, what it's like to even sit with your emotions. So in a time like this, um, I could only imagine if I pulled up the suicide rates right now that it would be higher than it's ever been because people don't know how to process and deal with the, oh my God. the energy in the world and themselves. And we've come to a complete halt where we are being forced to do that without that understanding. Absolutely. Like that is definitely a concern. Like I've, I've thought about this so many times, like I'm sure that the suicide rates are up. I'm sure that domestic violence is up. There are tons of people who are in situations that don't serve them. And now they're like stuck, like in quarantine or not working their job, which was their escape. And they don't have the emotional intelligence and they don't know how to, how to deal with these things. And it could be a very scary time, but, um, you know, it's also, it's also recognizing like, well, I have a choice and I have an opportunity in this moment. And some people don't actually know that. Um, I hope the world looks like a different place. That that's like, what I would love to see is the world like be blossoming right now and like educating themselves. And I think like a lot of, a lot of the world is and like realizing like, okay, like I get to be in gratitude, right? truly be don't need a lot we really don't need a lot of things like we really just all at the end of the day want the same thing which is to be accepted and loved so um being able to tap into that and look around and and have people to talk to have people to connect to is so important yeah yeah i totally agree with that and i think my favorite thing about everything that's happening right now is is like you said it's people are actually taking their education more seriously now than ever because not only have they been forced out of education if they were in it, but people are also finding that they have the time now to research, to look at things, to Google, to join different online classes, to actually navigate and figure out what they want to do and what that looks like. And I feel like even with the dynamic of what we're seeing in the media between what's true and what's not true, but what could be true and what's been true, but not true. It's just like back and forth between all these ideas and beliefs and things. And it's like, people are finally taking the time because there's so much of both sides being pushed at us so vastly that people are starting to actually question and people are actually starting to think critically for themselves. And I feel like now more than ever, it's the most fascinating thing to see unravel the conversations people are have, having are ones that we should have been having two, three decades ago. Yeah. They're like so elevated now. So yeah. many people are, are stepping into a new light of like recognizing what is actually really going on. You have a voice. It matters. Like you get to have an opinion and you get to choose how you want your life to be. Like it's entirely up to you and you really are capable of like creating what you want, you know? Yeah. Despite uh, your circumstances. Yeah. How is that kind of that belief system? Cause it is a belief to believe that despite your circumstances, you get to create your reality. How has that really reigned true in your life? Oh, it's really rained true in my life in so many different capacities. And it still does this moment, right? Because no matter where you are in life, 
you, you probably, maybe you have a vision or maybe you have a goal. Maybe if you're unclear on that, you get to think about that. But I have a vision for what I want my life to look like. And since I was a kid, a phrase that my father would always say to me was like, you always have your foot on the pedal, like speed ahead and like not present, like not here in the moment. You always think you need to get to the next thing so that you could like, you know, feel like, okay, well, if I get there, then it'll be great. If I get there, then I'll be great. And I spent most of my life in that mindset. And what I know now is that if I can be present in this moment and be in gratitude and appreciation for everything that I do have, what I want to call in in my future and attract is going to come to me naturally in the perfect timing. Um, so it's really once I understood that, which is a very difficult concept if you're listening and you have not experienced that yet, like I get you, like I've been there and it was very difficult and it took some time for me to wrap around my head, like what that actually meant, what that looked like and how to try that on. And honestly, it gets to a point where you are in a place where you go, well, nothing else is working. So I'm going to surrender and go, okay, I'm here for this. This sounds crazy. This is weird. I don't know. And I'm just going to allow it to happen. And I'm going to feel into what this, what this looks like, what, what's, what is coming my way if I just release attachment to the outcome of situations, if I just be in the moment now and can just be in so much gratitude for what you actually have, the clothes on your back, the food in your stomach, a working car, maybe it's not the car that you want, but you still have a car, a place to live, maybe it might not be the ideal situation, but you have that, and then like build from there. Um, and with, with that practice, I feel as though that that was one of the strongest practices for me to, to be where I am in this moment right now. Yeah. So, so true. When me and my husband were going through everything that we did with his heart surgeries and my son's heart surgeries, the only thing that allowed us to really get through that with our head on our shoulders was just taking it day by day and just surrendering to whatever the outcome was going to be like my son, his pediatrician said it was even a miracle that he made it to his surgery. My husband was pronounced biologically dead after one of his surgeries. And then again, from doctor's mouths by miracle was able to be revived and in one of the experienced self-heal. And it was because we surrendered to whatever the outcome was supposed to be. And we truly, even if it was for five minutes a day, found gratitude. And that was the only thing that helped us to stay sane and to help us to go through it and to, you know, be as strong as we now are on the other side. And even if for some reason that would have taken his life or separated us, it would have been a really great thing to be able to look back on one day and just to see how willing we were to have strength and have presence and to just grow through it instead of trying to fight and push our way through it to, you know, try and manipulate or control the outcome. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a small practice that impacts you. It makes a huge, huge difference, especially with what we're experiencing right now, because a lot of us are not in our ideal situation or surrounded by people that like we don't really want to be surrounded by. So finding the blessings and 
the gratitude and the appreciation and, and tapping in and shifting and asking yourself, like, what, what is my mindset around this? What is my anger? Am I taking out anger on people around me? Why am I actually frustrated? Because the issue is actually never the issue. There's a deeper issue underneath the anger and the frustration and how you're reacting to situations. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I have one more beautiful question for you. So if you could sit down with someone right now who is just starting to connect with their energy, their life, their direction, their soul's mission, what is two pieces of advice that you would give them to help them start that journey? It's mm, a great question. I think number one, I would say trust yourself, be open to just like receiving the messages and like what is actually going on in your conscious and your subconscious. And that takes some time. It takes some navigation. Um, it's not something that happens overnight. It's like exercise. I think it's a muscle that you get to flex. Yeah. And the second thing I would say is well, two things, so maybe this is three, would be like journaling has supported me a lot and just like allowing thoughts to freely flow and put them down on paper and, and not be judgmental of myself. And the last thing is just a phrase. If you can walk into anything that you are uncertain in, which most of life is very uncertain, we really don't have control over it, if you think about it, um, if you just can say, you know what, I'm here for this. And like, seriously, like whatever it is that I'm calling in or I, I want in my life, it's going to be this specific thing or something better yeah. because I'm supported. You're supported. So that's, that's what I would say. Mm, I love that. And that's so perfect because that really just rains it just really brings it down to the essence of what life is about. Like if you were to sum up what surrendering looks like, it's, it's finding within what makes sense to you for, through journaling, trusting yourself, trusting that you, this, you're always supported and just, just being still and, and feeling that. So I love that. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I'd love for you to let everyone know how they can find you, how they can follow you, how they can be a part of you and your circle and your energy. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, you guys can follow along on Instagram. That's like my main jam. It's just at Ashley Spidali. And um, my website is ashleyspidali.com. And yeah, if you need support with visibility and presence and building a personal brand online, along with some life business guidance, because that all is together in that, uh, you shoot me a DM. We can talk. See. I love it. And I'll make sure to drop all her links to all her things in the show notes. So you can definitely check it out there. And yeah, I just want to thank you again, Ashley, for coming on today and sharing your energy with us. It's truly appreciated. Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. Thank you. It was an honor. 
I hope you all truly enjoyed that interview. Next week, I'm going to be diving in all about shedding old paradigms and what it's going to look like for you on the other side of COVID-19 if you're willing to really evaluate who you were and who you want to be and how to cultivate that energy and environment for you moving forward. All right, I will see you then. Sending you all the love. Thank you for spending your time with me in this week's episode. I would love and appreciate it so much if you could share this with one person that you truly feel could take away something great and divine. It is my absolute promise to always bring you the best of value, the deepest connections, and the insight and golden nuggets for you to be able to take away in your day. Reviews are always welcomed. And if you'd like to connect further with me, you can check me out on Instagram at Riley June, R-Y-L-E-E, June as in the month, or at RileyJune.ca. Either way, I love and appreciate you and your time.